Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man! I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. What's up, everybody? We are back for another episode of the Sports Buzz. Thank you so much for listening. As always, the Sports Buzz is sponsored by the beautiful, the delicious... Strangeland Brewery. Beer for anything. Beer for all kids. All kids. Um, yeah. Um, there is a good event coming up. If you guys like uh, St. Patty's Day and just an excuse to go drink beer and listen to Irish music. Um, the brewery out there on BK's and Highway 360 is... Uh, the taproom's going to have a free celebration. Get in free. There's going to be, like I said, a bunch of Irish music, uh, Irish beer, um, maybe some Blarney Stone kissing. I know uh, you like kissing stones, Zach. It's probably kissing the rings over there. Patriots got five nice ones. This is a college show, Zach. Bring the list. <laughs> and um, the most important thing about this festival is that you do not have to go to that other festival happening in downtown Austin right now. Um, I know. You guys understand uh, the traffic and the mess that Austin is right now. So go out, see the brewery out there, off of 360. A couple limited edition beers. The Dublin Irish Stout, which is a one-time brew. And um, the last Dubliner, which is a Jameson Whiskey Barrel-Aged Irish Stout, which uh, Ballard got to taste, said it was uh, pretty damn good. It's pretty good. So... Go enjoy it. Stay away from South by and uh, go drink you some beer on St. Patty's Day. Um, we are the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. My co-host, number one, Zach Chandonet. Yo, yo. My co-host, number two, Chad Goodall. What's up, guys? All good. All is well. And our producer, clicking buttons, Zach Ballard. Hi there. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you hosting us. Um, it's a pleasure to host the podcast. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know getting about that time. Um, today is uh, still Tuesday, March the fourteenth. As we mentioned in the last show, it's Pi Day. Three point one four. Nerds. Last year was like the first time, and like it only happens every hundred years. Three one four one five, or two years ago, I guess. Well, that would be incorrect because it's oh five, so it'll be you know. 22 more, or I'm sorry. A lot. Long time. Um, 42 more years. I'll be happy for we're still there and uh, still recording. I mean, I plan on being around in 42 years to see Pi, we'll see. Pi lived out. I we'll got see. the under on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll take the <laughs> under too. 
Um, as always, we are recording from the beautiful Austin, Texas. Uh, today was... That's probably the favorite line in that one, so I'd be weary of that. Today was uh, 75 degrees and sunny. If you're not in Austin, Texas, if you're not in the great state of Texas, you're missing out because uh, winter's here. There's nothing like them. Um, please uh, like us, share us, subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, if you are listening to us, that's where you're hearing us from. We do appreciate it. Tell your friends about us. Tell your family. Uh, tell your coworkers. Just tell somebody about it. Um, this is our college portion again. We got uh, round two of some March Madness, guys. And um, like we said in the first segment, there's nothing better than March Madness. First segment was uh, really good. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, and we'll be uh, checking our bracket contest on ESPN's Tournament Challenge. We are a group called Sports Buzz Podcast on there, so check us out. Um, we got a couple new segments here. Um, most of this talk will be bracket talk. We'll be talking Midwest and the South region. And uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, since we're talking about brackets, the old uh, the old hamster that Ballad has uh, recently acquired, Lana. 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 Lana! What? <laughs> Danger zone. Uh, yeah, Lana's going to be uh, picking her own bracket live on Facebook. Um, obviously, if you're listening to us just now for the first time, you will not be able to watch it live, but go back, check out the Facebook and, um, you know, like it, let us know what you thought. And, uh, I don't know if you guys can beat Lana. You can follow her bracket. You can try. Yeah. I I got a good feeling that she's going to pick a good bracket. So Lana's going to get a bit of a handicap. She's going to get the, uh, one and two seeds in all regions. Um, they're going to get an automatic pass. We'll do the rest, and uh, we're going to Facebook Live her uh, Elite Eight picks all the way down to the championship game. So she gets a fighting chance. She only has to pick all but, uh, what, eight games? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the eight games that everyone would pick the sure. way they probably sure. should. And if you don't have the one and two seeds in those games, and you're probably not fit to... Uh, Compete in our bracket challenge. We are going to have a prize for our bracket challenge. We haven't quite figured it out yet. It's going to be something to do with this show. We're going to either let you come on or call in if you're not in the Austin area. But we'll figure it out. We'll let you guys know. Stay tuned to Facebook and Twitter. Um, we're on Twitter at SportsBuzzTX. Uh, please follow along to um, uh, our sponsors, Strangeland Brewery. They're at Strangeland Brew. I'm Spencer underscore Spillman with one L. My co-host, Zach Shannon A, at FrenchBean89. Our other co-host, Chad Goodall, is Mr. Chad Goodall. And our producer, Ballad, is at ZBallad. Um, follow along on Twitter. Um, we do have a new sponsor. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, I made a few phone calls, guys. Hey, solid. We, solid. Uh, we're still looking for a wing sponsor, though, Ballad. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, until we find one. You guys have to do yeah. without me for yeah, a few but, minutes of the show. <laughs> but next week we will talk about our um, our new sponsor and um, big big news coming for the sports buzz. Um, maybe some uh, some ultimate frisbee play by play as we may have teased a little bit last week. 
Um, so stay tuned for all that news. Keep listening. Follow, share, review us. Let your friends know. I like your confidence. May have. May. I'm not gonna. May. I'm not gonna go out there on a limb and just He's say not, it's already it's happened. He's not hedge. lying. It's a good hedge. Uh, I'm gonna go make wings. Anyone got guesses on uh, what we're gonna have this week? Ooh. Sticking barbecue. Going for it. What did we have last week? Hash green chili. No, we had your favorite. Mango habanero. habanero. Chad's favorite. Spiciest. Hey, it wasn't so bad. I got it right last it week? Bad. You got it right last week. Whew. I should start keeping track of this. Yeah, you should. It should go in your uh, spreadsheet. Um, I'm going to go classic buffalo. No, no, no. Ooh. I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue. Yeah. All right. Yep. Cool. Well, I'll be right back. Okay. Good luck, man. I have to fuck up the show. Yeah, we'll try. Uh, so we're going to go and get into our first segment, which is also a new segment here. Um, this is called Money Talks. Um, so, a lot of money is bet on March Madness. And it's almost madness how much money is spent. Oh, yeah. Um, and I heard a number here today, and this is on uh, Colin Cowherd's show, and I heard that $10.5 billion, billion, that's with a B, Boys and girls here keeping uh, keeping score at home um, is bet on the Mar- on March Madness as of now, and we're not even to the tournament yet, guys. Hasn't started yet, so we got a couple more days. Um, you guys want to take a, a guess on how much of that is legal gambling on that ten and a half billion? I I would I yeah I, I you had to numbers, really so. really guess. If you had to really guess, if I'm if I'm not telling you this story for the first time, how much would you legitimately think was legal gambling from March Madness up to this point, out of ten and a half billion dollars? I mean, it's my first time to look at this, so I'm gonna say at least fifty percent. Not even close. Um, yeah. So I I would have said thirty percent. Yeah, and it's still and not it's even still close. not close. It's it's ninety seven percent illegal gambling. We're 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 less than half a million dollars bet on. I mean, we're we're not even close to to the number of legal numbers. Um, but yeah, they're they're probably end up close to what? What do you guys think? 11, 11, 12 billion dollars at the end of all this by the time it's all said and done. So you're allowed to bet on each game before it happens. Oh, it'll it'll get up there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous how much money is really really put out towards March Madness. And and how much is legally gambled? I mean, I guess technically it's illegal gambling if I say, "Hey Chad, I'll bet you five dollars my bracket has more wins than your bracket." That's technically illegal. Technically, but we don't we don't bet for money on the show. Not on the show. We do gentlemen's bets. off the show. Who knows? Who knows? In back alleys, a lot a lot of bets made, and uh, you may not want to hear about the most most of them. Um, so let's uh. I guess that's going to go ahead and really do it for that segment. I mean, a lot of money thrown around, so... I mean, I think it's just crazy that TV contracts alone are Oh, yeah, the TV contracts are crazy. These schools really don't even get a large yeah. portion of that. And, well, and Turner, we, we talked about it uh, last week, and, you know, I was talking about the entertainment value, and, uh, you know, I made a statement that said, this is where the NCAA makes most of their money annually, yeah. is off of the NCAA tournament and the news contract. Um, and they generate near, nearly a billion dollars through its TV contract here alone. And uh, I want to say that makes up the majority of oh, yeah. what they get, you yeah. know. 
and, and Turner, CBS and Turner Sports, um, which is worth close to $900 million um, per year, uh, basically pays most of the NCAA's revenue, um, the majority of it, because they do own all of it. They own the entire March Madness, and it's showing here uh, the, the this tournament this year in 2017 is going to generate uh, – close to 211 million dollars for the NCAA which is ridiculous um each conference is making over a million and a half that's payouts yeah 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 um regardless of how much how many games they play how many teams are in it um it's it's ridiculous how much money is thrown around here um it says if UCLA were to reach the elite 8 the Bruins would generate four units for the Pac-12 which equals over a million dollars just to reach the Elite Eight, which mm, several of us have UCLA in the Elite Eight. Um, I mean, it's crazy how much money is thrown around. Um, but the uh, the next segment that I want to talk about here is um, <laughs> it's a little bit of a, a troll move, which we opened this segment uh, in our first March Madness show. And uh, the University of Indiana didn't make the the big tournament. They got to the uh, not invited tournament. What's up, man? What's going on? Did you get us uh, some wing sponsors or what? Uh, uh we're getting close. Yeah, very close. Yeah, did you make a couple phone calls? Uh, just one, one real quick one. Yeah. I talked to La- I talked to Lana. Okay, you getting her ready? Is she feeling good? Is she feeling hot? She's a little skittish. We're not gonna lie. She uh. uh... <laughs> She she's nocturnal, so she just woke up. We'll see. Don't okay. be filling her head with some crazy picks now. I know. I just yeah. try to, I try to want, want her to be independent on it. So we're just um, we just talked about all the money that goes around in March Madness. Um, <laughs> Think about how much money is going around in my pocket on March Madness. Yeah. It's, it's semi stressful. <laughs> um, but we just got on to uh, the the new segment that we opened up the last college show oh, on move. Tuesday. Yeah. Um, little troll move from Indiana. Um, you know, not invited. They were in the not invited tournament. Yes, they were. Um, and what they they turned down a a home game. <clears throat> so yeah. Greg Doyle from the Indie Indie Star, uh, basically reporting that the university declined a home game for the tournament. Um, their biggest fear is that basically fans aren't going to show up. People aren't going to be in the seats, and as as Doyle puts it, there's going they're going microphones are going to be able to pick up the apathy in the arena. <laughs> um, basically, this all begs the question: Why is Indiana keeping head coach Tom Crean around when there's clearly a huge amount of apathy in a school that's fundamentally based around basketball and and what well, that brings to the university? Because Bobby Knight wants all of them dead. <laughs> But this this is really interesting coming out of Indy, um, and honestly, just super troll move of Indy to decline a home game in a tournament. The real troll move is Basically, the NIT gave, said, okay, revenue. well, why are we going to send you now to Atlanta to play Georgia Tech, a team that had some pretty good home upsets this year? I don't think Indiana's going to make it past Georgia Tech tonight. And Indiana's not a good team on the road. They're not good on the road. I just turned the game on in the living room. 
What are we looking at? Georgia Tech in the second half right now, up by four. Uh, yeah, in, Indiana's underachieved all year, all, yeah. all, all year, uh, all year long. I mean, we were talking about them as being one of those teams that had pretty much a very disappointing year. Whenever they had pretty solid talent around them, you yeah. know, they had they had a chance. Um, I mean, you with talked the fact, about them in the way up too early. Kansas. I, I talked about them in the way too early. Opened and up beating Kansas. Of course, that's why we call it the way too early. Uh, yeah, didn't they upset Kansas? Early? They did first game so, of the year. I mean, they, they, they had the makings of success. They just didn't pull through. I think that them not wanting to have the home game. Uh, honestly, if Texas right now was in the NIT tournament, I wouldn't go to the game either if they were giving away tickets. So, Hell no. Um, you know, it's an unfortunate deal, but... But you do know that... Uh, I'll take free tickets anytime. You guys do know that the Ballot scalpers... had tickets that didn't even go. Scalpers were, uh, <laughs> were, were giving out... Were selling tickets tonight for the Texas versus A&M... Baseball game for a hundred dollars to a sold out dishball field. That's where you. That's where you can you can tell uh, where sports really really lies. We have like right now a hundred and something games over them in the series yeah. at home. It's yeah. embarrassing. Spencer but, and I paid fifty dollars whenever to Texas go to a super TCU. regional. Yeah, to go to a super regional. Yep. Um, and we had right behind the dugout seats. Those are sweet seats. I'm not sure scalpers understand the market right now when South by Southwest. People love it's just UT the versus A&M, between, man. Yeah. People love but UT anyways, versus A&M. Let's get back on. on yeah, let's, let's uh, get into Ballad's favorite segment. Um, this is all you, man. you got to break this one down. you got to tell us uh, what, what segment we got and what the story is. It's one of my favorite segments, the Please Shut the Fuck Up segment. Uh, it seems like we've only had two people who have came onto this. We have Baylor. And we have uh, the ball dad, LeVar, LeVar Ball. Am I saying that right? LeVar, yeah. LeVar Ball wants a billion dollar shoe deal for his three sons. That is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> considering that only one of his sons has graduated high school. And the other one's a senior and a sophomore. Two sons under the age, all of them I'm pretty sure, under the age of 20... Like, LeVar, you have to shut the fuck up, please. You are not doing your, your sons any anything good here. Am I, am I right? Am I wrong? I, I just, I, this is not good for the Ball family. I mean, Other I, than keeping them in the if news. If you're on Ballard's side, go ahead and speak now. I don't know if this is pure madness or if pure this genius. is just nuanced genius. I mean, I I don't like anything that LeVar Ball has to say. I think he can shut the fuck up and go away and just Please. let his sons do the do the talking with their play. But would you see the other thing where he said he could take Michael Jordan I did in his prime one on one? That's where he need, really that, needs to that, shut the I fuck mean, up. That's the thing is this guy is not above saying the most outlandish thing possible, even though he knows he's absolutely wrong. But he puts things in the forefront. He puts them out there. I would like LeVar Ball to shut the fuck up forever, but... And he reminds me of Donald Trump, to be honest. It just it's, says ridiculous things, knows it's going to catch the media, and then people like us are going to be talking about it. I'm going to have to completely, completely agree with you guys. LeVar Ball needs to shut the fuck up. Please. If you guys can sit here and tell me another Allegedly. athlete that makes $100 million annually through Nike, I only know one. And that's Michael Jordan off of royalties from the Jordan brand. And so you're telling Maybe me... Maybe Bron Bron doesn't... 
He's no. got a lifetime he's deal. A lifetime deal. He's screwed that's himself. worth a million. So he doesn't get royalties like Michael Jordan does. Michael Jordan will get a hundred million dollars annually for the rest of his Tiger life. Woods was making, but that was off multiple, uh, multiple contracts. On top of this, you have two kids that are still in high school, like you guys just said. They haven't proved themselves yet. On one top of that, billion dollars. On top of that, the one that's in college hasn't even proved himself in the pros yet. So how can you sit here and say it? The only thing that I can think of is that Levar Ball wants to create his own brand. Which would be, you know, the ballers or whatever you want to call it. Mm, that's that's clever. That that's yeah, got a good ring to it. Other than that, other than that, it, it's not going to go anywhere because you have the high powered guys in Nike and Under Armour doing something. Well, so what, he doesn't have the infrastructure for that, so we'll start so there. So here's the deal. Well, the brain power. They have a they have a cool logo. Um, the three Bs. What does the logo sell? Nothing. Sells the player. Um, logo is everything. But you got to get to a certain point to where you can have a logo. Oh, man. Um, that's, that's I'm okay with him coming out there. I'm okay the, with him coming the, out there and these, sticking up for his sons. TV twelve. I'm okay with him sticking up for his sons and and getting his he's name out there. He's not sticking up for them though. He, but he's just but no. he's he's no. got his kids no. back. He's and flaunting he's, them. He's, he's proud. Them in front of look, people. he's proud of his he's kids. Not proud. I'm not okay with him saying he could beat Michael Jordan in one. How is that though? Let me let me take a step back. How is him saying that he's helping his kids? Exploiting his kids. Getting their name out there more. We're talking about it right now. Why every, can't he, every why single can't he be show, like a regular parent and go to Facebook and post that he loves every his single kids. show this on is ESPN. So every single show on ESPN is talking about this story because of how outlandish it is. Yes, but he that's knows, the point. But, that's, but he knows that. So yes, like that, but that doesn't speak anything to what you're saying. You're saying he's proud of them. No, he's flaunting them. He's exploiting them for what they're worth. This this is not. A guy behaving like a parent. He's this behaving is a like guy an agent. Behaving like an agent, exactly. Sure, it's all that. about the money, Tim. Yeah, I get that. Now, if we were to talk about this next year, and you have a high school elite, you have a college superstar, and you have an emerging pro star, yeah. that is a totally different market. You're trying to exploit top to bottom the encumbrance of what basketball is. But even then, it doesn't matter because you don't, you don't know. When, did, when has anyone ever been packaged in a deal? Why doesn't Steph Curry get packaged in now with Seth Curry? Because he, right now, let's be honest, is the man in Dallas. <laughs> so, as Ballard flicks the bobblehead that's over there in the corner. So, I mean, if anyone's going to get a better deal, it's going to be those two that are actually already proven themselves yeah, well, other than a sophomore in high school. Are you kidding you know, me? And you that's know, why. I, look, I, look, we need to get off this segment. I don't have a problem with him coming out there. Because it's just getting the Ball family name out there. ESPN just did a a segment only on the Ball family alone. So the only thing I really have a problem with is him saying he beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. So for that, I say, LeVar, once again, please shut the fuck up. Um, we only hit eight there. Hey. We only hit eight, which is good. Are you fucking serious? Only fucking eight? <laughs> Double, digits. Double digits, baby. I almost told Spencer that. STFU. <laughs> So we hit 10, thanks to Ballad, uh, ruining that there. Thanks, thanks, man. I thought we did good keeping it under 8. Had the over-under 9.5. You, like, so. you had like 6 on, on your own, um, not counting the last two there. Um, so let's go ahead and break it down. Let's do what we plan on doing here. Uh, let's talk some March Madness bracket breakdown, baby! Woo! Where are we starting, Spencer? Uh, we're going to start in the Midwest. And with the Midwest... We will talk uh, the number one seed there in the Midwest, Kansas. Um, I see them going a good distance. Um, I have them 
Well, we'll go ahead and talk about some of the... Let's see if I have any upsets here. Um, this may be considered an upset. I got Miami over Michigan State. Um, I have uh, Rhode Island beating Creighton. Let's talk about that Rhode Island Creighton game. Real That's fast. a big one. That's a big one that a lot of people are talking about. Um, you know, Rhode Island's a good, solid team, and you know Creighton struggled with the bad teams. Played decent against the good teams. Had a few good wins. Um, and we talked in the last last show about teams that got screwed over. Rhode Island is a team that got royally screwed over on this side of the bracket. Did y'all see Darren Ravel's tweet about this? I see it now. I see it now. Yeah, so I don't understand how you're in the Midwest bracket and you have games in Sacramento. Darren Ravel from ESPN did the math and said, if you're a Rhode Island fan and you started on campus and drove 10 hours a day starting from when they were announced that they were going to make the tournament, you get there right before tip-off. Well, he, he posted this yesterday, 13th. At 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, so Monday morning. A lot of driving. That's a lot of driving. That's cross-country. I mean, that is coast-to-coast. You think about college students who can't afford plane tickets. You think Rhode Island can afford plane tickets? That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. It's a long drive, and I feel bad for them. I'm sure the team has already flown out and is there, sitting there in a hotel. The state Um, is smaller than Houston. Yeah. Yeah, it's the smallest small state and just to send them all the way to sacramento to take on creighton yeah. i think they will upset um i think they got really screwed here yeah yeah we'll talk about teams that got screwed a little bit later on but i, I do agree with you um i got rhode island as my big upset in that bracket um no 12 five upset i got uh man i got the hot team michigan Going to the Sweet 16, I got Michigan beating Oklahoma State, and I got Michigan beating Louisville. Yeah, I agree with you there. But where this changes up here, I got Oregon, boys and girls. I got Oregon going all the way to the Final Four. I got them beating Kansas in the Elite Eight. You heard it here first. Hot take. Let's go to our uh, college basketball expert. Chad Goodall, tell me where I'm wrong. Well, I got Nevada beating Iowa State. Whoa. So that's an upset, 12-5. and five. Really? I got Creighton winning You're against Rhode Island. You're your damn mind. After we talked so highly on Iowa State winning the Big 12? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think that, you know, they did what they had to do to win. Uh, do you guys know who they lost to, though? Texas. He's off his rocker. He's so... I can see them being really high off of that Big 12 win. Nevada's played really good basketball this year. So uh, I, 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 I can definitely see an upset there. So well, I, I, I picked the upset. Well, I mean, you know, our, our college basketball expert, he may be off his rocker. He may be off the off the rocker. Hey, whenever you pick an eight seed in the tournament to win it, give me a break here. Well, you're the expert. Um, That's true. He is so, the expert, ladies so and gentlemen. So I guess the next biggest upset that I have. Did you pick eight seed? He picked Michigan. Which was an eighth seed in the tournament. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that Creighton is going to beat Oregon in the round of 32. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not so fast. And let me tell you why. Creighton plays inside out. What does Oregon not have now 
due to injury. A big man inside to help dominate the paint. So yeah. that matchup is actually a huge matchup problem for Oregon. If their guards don't shoot very well from the outside, that is an upset in the making. So that's why I picked Creighton to win that game. Uh, I got Michigan over Louisville. Whew. Nice. So that's, I guess... You is that know, three? Is that three out of four with Michigan over Louisville? Yep. I got Louisville to the final four on this side of the bracket, man. I don't like hearing this at all. All right, Chad, who do you have going to the final four? We're still talking so your picks. In, in the lead eight, I have Kansas versus Michigan, and I have Kansas making it to the final four. Kansas, okay, that's a popular pick. It's a popular pick. Um, Zach. Well, I tell you what, I just changed my mind on something. Dude, I'm I'm scared about this Oregon pick right now. I might be changing my whole bracket on no, this. No, 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 that's no, 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 no. So playing off of this, actually, I actually got Rhode Island now beating Creighton in the first round. Um, Good. Rhode Island doesn't stand a chance against Oregon, no regardless way. of what they have. Um, I got Oregon going into the Elite Eight. Um, Again. Currently, as it sits, I like Iowa State right now. Um, they Iowa have State over Kansas they have and beat, Purdue. They have beaten Kansas in Kansas. Yeah. Um, At the they're riding the hot wheel right now, and that's that's what I like. Um, I'm not I'm not 100 on this. The only way it changes is if Kansas wins, and I've got Kansas going to the Final Four from there. So okay. Um, not a lot outside of that. I got Michigan beating Oklahoma State and Louisville. So obviously. you got Oregon in the Elite Eight. And I have Oregon beating Michigan to get to the Elite Eight. Um, so we got three Michigan over Louisville. Wow. And then I, I didn't. I thought mm-hmm. I would be one. One out of two. I thought maybe Chad and I were the only two that picked Michigan to go that far. And then just to touch on a couple storylines here out of Let's this region, um, we got a couple regular attendees in the group. Uh, Kansas and Michigan State um, have a lot of prestige. Tom Izzo is now in his twentieth straight NCAA tournament. Um, as Michigan State's coach, um, so all twenty with um, with the Spartans. Um, Bill Self with Kansas is now making his nineteenth consecutive. Uh, this is Kansas's twenty eighth consecutive, which is an NCAA record. Um, Self made appearances with uh, Tulsa and Illinois beforehand before his fourteen year stretch with Kansas. So. Um, couple, couple longtime veterans of the tournament. Yeah, oh yeah, should be interesting. Well, we we talked about um, we talked about Kansas a little bit. We talked about Rhode Island's long trip. They got to make to uh, Sacramento cross country. Um, we didn't talk about Michigan undefeated on neutral court. Yeah, they uh, they have done well this year at neutral sites. Uh, Pretty well. They is, haven't lost one, which is a good thing to be doing. You know. Playing all neutral games. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty Let's good. See, they've got to wins. Have. Where are their wins at, Spencer? Um, versus Marquette at Madison Square Garden. Big stadium versus uh, SMU at Madison Square Garden. SMU is a good team. Versus Illinois in D.C. Uh, Purdue in D.C., Minnesota in D.C., and Wisconsin in D.C. Those are all pretty good teams, and they're all in the tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Um, no, yeah. Illinois didn't make it. In a few of those, they did in their practice jerseys. So yeah, that's true. That's true. It shouldn't be funny, but but it is. But if you didn't catch uh, that segment, go back listen to uh, the first college segment that we posted on Wednesday. Um, 
I got an upset on the side of the bracket Do that, you? that no one's bringing up because I think you guys are real high on Iowa State, but I got Purdue taking them down in the in round two, and if that happens, I got Purdue taking down Kansas in the Sweet Sixteen. I got Purdue over Iowa State in the second round. Don't. Well, I'm saying in the Sweet Sixteen, I got Purdue taking down Kansas. I don't see that happening. Kansas doesn't have the big men. You're right. They compete against. Purdue You're right. And... Texas did have the big men, and they still couldn't beat Kansas. So they find a way to win, man. That's well, what Texas saying. isn't very good at basketball. Well, Let's I don't go... know if Purdue's Kansas level of basketball either. So, you know, they they're both coming off disappointing conference championships. What I'm afraid of for, Kansas, for Purdue. Kansas is getting a well-rested Josh Jackson. What I'm, per, what I'm afraid have, of have, with you Purdue. You have Lucas in the inside for Kansas. Yeah. That's really overlooked. But but they're, so, if, you know, if you have two big men on the court at one time, their four guy is normally everybody else's three guard. Um, but I don't, you know, unless Purdue is already game planning for Kansas, which is a huge mistake. Huge mistake if they're already looking ahead to Kansas, um, then they're in trouble. They're not going to have enough time to look to look into Kansas's game. I don't see who from Purdue is going to be able to handle Josh Jackson. I don't either. That's my only issue with it. But I like the upset pick. I, be, I could definitely see it happening. To be fair to our fans, uh, I've already made several changes in my bracket on this. Side. As we've been sitting here, yeah. this is. I think my whole is, elite eight matchup has changed right now. Kansas playing Michigan and Kansas beating Michigan. I, I I really think though that this Midwest region is the most wide open region yes. in the tournament. Yes. I really do. Um, you got, I think it's one of seven ways. I think it's the deepest region. You I would say deepest. You I would got, just say that it's 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 not. I mean, you, you the have, competition is real, real. I guess it's it's more. The matchups are really good either way. I depending it's on a how tighter, the dominoes It's fall. a tighter grouping. You got Louisville, Michigan, Oregon, Creighton, and and Rhode Island as an interesting matchup. But you got Purdue, Iowa State, Michigan State, Miami, and Kansas. I mean. Well, it's like you said, you know, Creighton and Oregon is an interesting matchup, but so is Creighton and Rhode Island. Yeah. So that, yeah. I mean, that in itself is just kind of the pairing. Well, Rhode Island's staying on the West Coast the entire time. I mean, they're making a, a road trip, and they're staying on the West Coast. They're riding until... a hot hand right now. So, and, and I'll say that my Kansas-Purdue pick is more of me not believing in Kansas and less of me believing in Purdue. Okay. I don't think Kansas, this is Kansas' year, and a number one seed, they got to fall sometimes. They're my first one to fall. I think he said that backwards, but we understood what you meant. We'll um, check the tape. Yeah, we will. Probably not. So, you got Kansas. Chad, you have Kansas. No, I have Louisville. Oh, you have Louisville? I have per- did, did you just listen to the whole conversation he we just had? Have Kansas where I said I have Purdue LA. beating Kansas in the Sweet 16? Guys, I said this last week. I don't listen to what Ballad says. The whole conversation. Um, yes, I got Kansas. Chad has Kansas. I have Kansas. Zach now has changed to Kansas. I have Oregon. I'm the only one with Oregon. Spencer um, with Michigan. Got that written down. Ballad, you are the only one. That choice. You are the only one with, uh, with Purdue. Shut the hell up. I, he I have Louisville. Have he has Purdue over Kansas, but he has Louisville. I said Shut that. Shut the hell up. I said that. That's sweet 16 matchup. Let's move on. Guys. Let's let's go ahead and uh you want to talk some lines on this side or what? Yeah, let's talk some lines. You got some good ones? Um honestly not really. I don't really uh, like this okay. side of the bracket that much. Glad we're talking about it. Um Creighton is a minus 1 against Rhode Island. Uh, I would Take think they I would think they'd get some more point or yeah, they'd be favored a little more. 
against an 11 seed. Figuring that Rhode Island has to travel halfway across the country and Creighton plays in a more competitive conference in Rhode Island. Um, Creighton still doesn't have their point guard. Just and that, that's probably where that comes it's true. from. Uh, true. Michigan, only a one-point favorite over Oklahoma State. Yeah, no. Um, Forte, he can't can't hit that many threes to beat Michigan. They're they're playing hot, so I'm gonna stick with them. I mean, records are meant to be broken. So that's true. We'll see. That's true. Win streaks. It's, are a, meant it's to be an tough. interesting matchup for sure. Yeah, it is. That's. I mean, I think that's the thing. It's a Michigan, good game for Michigan to continue to ride their hand. Yeah. And if they get by Oklahoma State, they're going to be even hotter against Louisville, which yeah. I can't wait to see. I think they match up really well. Uh, what's next State. on the lines? Uh, that's it. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and move on down to the south. The south? That's south with an F. Um, UNC 1, Kentucky 2, UCLA 3, Butler 4, Minnesota 5. Um... Zach, let's start with you. What do you like? What do you dislike in this uh, in this bracket? Uh, well, you know, this is an interesting bracket. We all know where my loyalties have lied this year in college basketball. Yes, we do. Uh, I'm going to continue to ride UCLA. <laughs> uh, I I love the the makeup of the team. Um, I think they play a really good team basketball. Their defense is the only thing that tends to let them down. Um, but I think when you get into the tournament. A lot of things kind of fall on defense they, every now and then. They so. showed at Arizona that they can close a game out, especially on the road. And now they're playing neutral sites. They showed they can close a game out with the lead. So, so, so it made me feel a little better about them. I didn't like them as much. I liked them a lot more after that. I got. I mean, I got them beating Kentucky, and I got them beating UNC. So I, I think, I think they got the medal to get through this this region. Um, I like UCLA a lot. I um, I like them a lot too. I think the other the other team that I'm gonna ride in where I kind of see my biggest upset coming from in this this bracket really. Um, I do have Wichita State over Dayton, um, and Wichita State is one of those teams that you know we talked about it last episode. They're a double digit seed that's coming back. They won last year in the first round as a double digit seed. They're back again. Uh, Wichita State is one of those really, really good teams that they don't really play anybody all year. Do they, they still have a bunch of RGWs? In. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they have as many really good white guys anymore. So. But we'll see what happens. Um, the other big one I have is uh, Minnesota. Um, I got them being Middle Tennessee. Uh, Middle Tennessee State, I think. Yeah, something like I can't that. remember. Um, but I got them matching up against Butler, and I got them beating Butler um, in the second round. Um, and Minnesota is, it's kind of an interesting story here, but, uh, that's a huge upset actually. We do have the first time ever a father and son coaching in the same tournament. Um, it'll be on this side of the bracket, Louisville's, uh, Rick Patino, father of Minnesota's head coach, Richard Patino, Dick Patino, um, both a couple of dicks. Um, they'll be in the same tournament. 15 second dicks. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, and the only so way they can, can play each other is in the Final Four, so. We'll see. Uh, yeah. If they both make it to the Final Four, they will play each I other. I mean, Ballard's got one Patino in there. Let's see if he if he's got another one. But like I said, I got North Carolina going against UCLA, uh, and I got UCLA going in the Final Four. Um, Ballard, 
you uh you on the same side as uh, Bal- uh as uh, Zach over here? I'm not. This is a big zigzag here. Um, I got Middle Tennessee taking out Minnesota. Ooh. I think Minnesota and Wisconsin, I said in the last show, should be switched on the brackets. Uh, Middle Tennessee is a pretty good team. They've pulled yep. upsets in the past. I like them to take out uh, Minnesota in the first round. That's and, a popular. That's a popular twelve over five right now. And, and Mid- then I, Middle Tennessee State is one of those teams that they were they were a fifteen seed last year and they beat Michigan State um, ninety to eighty one. It was a, one of the biggest surprises oh, in yeah. the tournament. And yep. then the other one that I um, I disagree with you on is I got Michigan or I'm sorry Wichita State taking down Dayton. Although they're seated higher, uh, they're a six and a half point favorite. He he picked Wichita State. I, I agree uh, with you there. Well, we agree, but it, it's I think it's worth to point out to the listeners that this is one of those rare occurrences where you see a higher seated team favored on a Vegas line by six and a half points, which in college basketball is a lot of points. So uh, stay woke on that. Wichita State is going to take down Dane. You heard it here first. He's so trendy. Hey, I mean, six and a half points for a ten seed over a seven seed is huge. I think both these teams got screwed, and really all the mid-majors in, in this tournament, they got paired against other mid-majors. It, it's pretty ridiculous, and I think it's a big money grab from the NCAA, I'm gonna, but... I'm going to go out here, like I'm going to go ahead and do my picks before our expert here. Um, I got North Carolina, for the record. You have North Carolina over... Uh, UCLA. Okay. Um, yeah, I got... Um, Arkansas over Seton Hall, one we didn't really talk about. Gross. I, I do. Um, Pig suey. Um, I do have. <laughs> I do have Minnesota over Middle Tennessee State. That's one of those that I'm still kind of on the fence about. Um, either way, I got Butler going to play UNC. Um, Cincinnati over whoever they play. UCLA, Dayton. I have Dayton. I have Dayton. Um, I we think, disagree. Yeah, I think that uh, that they're being a little disrespected. You know, I don't want to go full Stephen A. Smith, disrespectful, but disrespectful. But I just feel like uh, Dayton's not getting the love that they deserve as a seven seed. Oh, um, but, That's what we've established on the show that they don't deserve love. Yeah, well, they're unworthy. Well. Um, to, to the rest of our credit, I do have UCLA versus North Carolina in the Elite Eight, and I do have UCLA moving on to the Final Four. So far, we're three for three on the Elite Eight here. Who is that, Spencer? UCLA? Yep, yep. I got I got three, uh, three, Pac-12, three Pac-12 teams in oh. the uh, Final Four, guys. We're buying, <laughs> we're buying into the three. That is... Uh... <laughs> Wow! Well, Considering right. a, a Pac-12 team has never made the Final Four. Hey, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna ride That's UCLA until the balls are all done with them. We, That's we completely. Up. Did you guys we hear up. that fake stat? No Pac-12 team. If you're considering UCLA as a Pac-12 team all the way back into, I, I heard that stat, but it's dating to a certain point. Was UCLA in the Pac-12 at that time? Well, no, but well, UCLA. Then, I mean, you can't look you it can't up. Say well, that. hey, look, look it up. up. Look it up. I'm look just up. saying fake stats. UCLA was the biggest college basketball program of all time with John Wooden. Were they yeah, in the Pac-12 at the time? I don't know what they were in. Well, it wasn't the Pac-12. Obviously, the Pac-12 is, what, two years old? Okay. Hey, so, That's what he just so said. 
It was right. That's a stupid fake stat. So you apologize to me. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> if so facto. If so facto. If so facto, I'm your boss. All right, so let me get into my picks, I guess, for this. <laughs> yes, for be this the expert. Here. Tell us who you got. Let me start off by asking this question. Do we know if Lonzo Ball is going to be healthy? He'll be fine, guys. What does it matter, dude? He shoots. What's it matter is it's his way. right hand. He'll be fine. No, no, he shoots with his left. It's his All right of it comes from the left. It doesn't matter. All right. So I got North Carolina winning their first game. I got Arkansas over Seton Hall. Yes. Minnesota over Middle Tennessee State. Yes. Butler over Winthrop. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati yeah, over K-State. Yep. Well, now, to be decided. Well, yeah, to TB- be decided. <laughs> TBD. Let's, let's, let's be serious. TBD. I'm going for Kansas State in that one. It's already decided um, if you're listening to the show, but... So, so Steve Alford, who's the coach for UCLA, has been in the tournament twice as a three-seed and lost both times. First round as a three-seed. North Carolina... Or, sorry, UCLA is going to lose first round. You're hearing it right here first. Kansas State's going to beat UCLA. Sorry, Zach. That's my upset of the tournament, that one right there. Because I don't trust Lonzo Ball playing, and if he does play, I don't know how well he's going to play. And he is him. their team. They'll win without him. He is their team. He uh, makes everyone on that team better. Look at what happened when he went down in the Pac-12 tournament. I mean, I, They fell apart. I agree that he makes people better, but I think when you have the two big guys inside, and especially TJ Leaf, who is a monster on the boards, you have a chance, and especially against a more undersized Kent State team, I think UCLA is going to be fine. Uh, you have Bryce Warford who shoots tremendously well from outside. I think UCLA just has enough matchup-wise against Kent State that I don't think Lonzo Ball makes a big difference in the game. I think I, Lonzo I, Ball makes all the difference in the game. Especially if he's him. as good as what his dad's talking. I'd say sit him. I'd so, say sit him, let him rest, let him get the, uh, the recovery he needs. He wants it, for sure. NCAA tournament. At least Okay, so yeah, first I, got, I got Kent State there. What Kent State. Oh, that's a that's a big time upset. If that happens. Wichita. You heard it here first on the Sports Buzz. Wichita beating Dayton. Kentucky, of course, beating Northern Kentucky. Am I the only one to pick Dayton? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it. I'm sticking to it. So I got North Carolina and Butler in yep. Sweet 16. Yeah. I got North Carolina beating Butler to go to. Uh, the Elite Eight. I got Kentucky beating Cincinnati in the Sweet 16 Ooh. to go to the Elite Eight, and I have North Carolina going Final Four. Okay, you got me, it. me and the expert on the uh, right side of that. I like that. So I'm good about it. You you guys both have uh, you have a number uh, two number one seeds, huh? I have North Carolina and Kansas is my only two number ones. And then two twos. And then two twos. Okay. Um, let's uh, go ahead and talk about some Final Four, yeah. Shit, I got two threes. I got, uh, I do have two threes. I have Oregon and UCLA. Um, it may change. Guys, this is, it's Tuesday. The tournament doesn't start till early Thursday morning. I know, I gotta get the Lonzo ball. I, uh, I, I gotta get the report. If, if he's, if he's hurt and he's, questionable. He's trying to put this stuff in my head. So you don't I'll have to put anything pick. in your head. I'm just saying, facts are facts. Uh, right? Steve Alford has lost the last two times he was a three seed as a coach. Look, that's that's Lonzo uh, Ball's hurt. Just yeah, say it. You know, I'm gonna say it's bad juju. His dad talks too much shit. I'm like, gonna say that's a not a fake stat, but a stat that I don't want to hear. Um, I still have Oregon versus. I still got Pac-12 rematch. Oregon versus UCLA in the in in one side of the bracket, 
I have Duke versus Arizona. I got Duke against Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, I got Duke winning it all. Woo! Got Duke winning it all. You're not going to even give me some What are you going to live there? Oregon, Duke. Duke, Oregon, I said. We saw oh, Duke, okay. Oregon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got Oregon over UCLA. I got sure, Duke over Arizona. Three Pac-12 teams. It's just the way it looked. Felt good to me. Um, first look. You know, this may change, guys. Um, that's what I got. I got Duke over Oregon. Winning it all. Confetti. Coach K. Zach, what you got in the Final Four? Uh, well, I'm going to agree with you with Coach K being in the arena. Who? Um, as it stands, I currently have Duke over Florida State. However, that may change in my championship team. may <laughs> even change to Arizona. Um, I just the really, best part about March Madness. I really, I really like Arizona. I think Arizona's a great team. Yeah. I like the athleticism in Florida State. I just think the experience of Arizona means more. Um, it It's going to come down to Thursday morning waking up and just start second guessing yourself, man. Doing That's the worst again. part about this freaking bracket. From the uh, other it's side, it's like it, it, it reminds me of fantasy football because I'm just yes. constantly tinkering. Yeah. Yes. Um, from, yeah. What you got on the other side? From the other side, I have Kansas matching up against UCLA. For um, now, that will stay the same. <laughs> I, I really don't see anything changing from there. Um, you got UCLA winning that one. I think Kansas matches up. I think Kansas matches up extremely well with UCLA. I think Kansas will give. A lot of trouble to UCLA. This may change, but um, probably not. I, I, I'm riding UCLA pretty hard. Um, I think if they're truly healthy, UCLA is a really, really good basketball team. Uh, I got UCLA beating Duke as it stands, 82-78. Riding, riding the Bruins. Uh, Ballad, what you got, I got high for your Final Four as of now to this point? So to recap, on the opposite side, I have Villanova taking on Arizona, which I reserve the right to change that Villanova pick to Duke. I'm not sure yet. I have it circled and crossed out on my bracket. Great radio oh. right there. Um, He's got Duke written there now. But I think on the other side, North Carolina. I got North Carolina and Louisville. I, I think North Carolina wins that one. So I got a North Carolina-Arizona matchup as it stands. I'm taking my future all the way. Give me Arizona. Let's go Wildcats. First Pac-12 team in the Final Four. First Pac-12 team to win a championship. Let's uh, let's talk to the expert. Chad, what you got here in your Final Four and who you got winning it all? Yeah, so I got Duke and Arizona on the left side of the bracket. Um, I got Arizona beating Duke. Uh, I got Kansas and North Carolina on the right side of the bracket. I see you haven't written down a champion on your bracket yet. I have not yet. So... I have North Carolina beating Kansas. So um, I got Arizona and North Carolina in the finals. Um, That's what I have. I am torn on this pick. I have not picked a winner yet. Um, North Carolina, the last two times, they have been bounced in the semifinals of their conference championship. They have won the national title. So at this point, I got to go Roy Williams and pick North Carolina to win it all. Well, you're the expert. So, we got Arizona. Yes. North Carolina. Duke. Duke. And UCLA. UCLA. We got four different teams. That's pretty good, guys. I gotta say, I'm I'm impressed. To be Uh, fair, I've chickened out and... 
Put Arizona in over Forsyth. <laughs> <laughs> there will be tinkering, so maybe we uh, will change this up next Tuesday. We could get, do a recap. Well, the only maybe... way the only way you'll be able to see our our brackets is if you go to Sports Buzz podcast group. Um, there is a group on uh, ESPN, I believe. ESPN's tournament challenge. Download the app. Look it online. I'm looking at my bracket right now on ESPN. It's on our Facebook page. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. We've shared that thing out. Nice. Um, Zigzags have hooked up again. You can go see <clears throat> our stuff on there and see what we all picked. You know our names. I'm sure you can figure it out. But I think I'm Sports Buzz host. And I think you're SB Bean. SB Beans. Bracket Machine. Pretty sure Chad is still Mr. <laughs> Chad Goodall. Stay consistent. Ballad is like Ballad's Bracket, I think. Yeah, uh, the my last name and what I'm doing. Way to get creative. Um, what do we got next? Uh, we got some hot and cold teams and some good over-unders. Again, mm. coming to us from oddsharks.com. Okay. Um, hot against the spread team right now. Nevada, the Wolfpack. Really? They well, are. Who picked them to beat Iowa State? This guy. That'd be good against the spread. They won't win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But right now they're 9-0 and against the spread. How much are they getting? Um, I will look. In that first opening game, they are in the Midwest, and they are getting a six and a half points. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, coldest against the spread right now, South Carolina. Hmm. One in nine in the last ten games. So, uh, look to bet against South Carolina. They are getting... Oh, uh, I did. What, yeah. what did we say they were? They're I like think minus we all, one and a half against I think we Marquette. all we all picked Marquette, Marquette in that one. Yeah, so even take a money line there. Yep, yep. We already talked about that one. Good call there. Um, uh, who hot? Yeah. Who's hot? Bending over. You know, they say life is too short to bet the under. So hot on hot. That's hot. Hot, hot Iowa State and hot Nevada. Yeah, so take Nevada and take the over on this game because Iowa State has a nine-game overstreak. Parlay those together. Take your girl out for a nice dinner afterwards. Give me money <laughs> in the bank. You heard it here first. Uh, hot underbet, Jacksonville State. Another oh, game cocks. Wow. The cocks are not doing well on the betting side. Not a good day to be a cock. Um, every day is a good day to be the cock. Uh, 15 of 17 games two game went cocks under. Ones. So, if you're an under guy, Jacksonville State, that's your team. Go get <laughs> if you're an under, under guy, guy, you got no cock. Uh, so, Spencer, betting un- unders and against Gayhawks. Yep, yep. That's, uh, that's the way I roll. That is the way I roll. Um, all right, so let's skip the 10 stats. It's in Skip the, the 10 stats, and right uh, we'll talk. Um, you want to talk for those who can't decide? Yeah. Um, Since we can't decide what we want to do. We can't decide because I'm going to change my stuff up. If you can't decide, go buy a hamster. No, that's my thing. What is this? Is this just a straight, oh like, it's just a, a wheel. randomized wheel of fortune? Yeah. So if you're... Oh, and, my and, God. And the discussion I wanted to have here is, have you ever... Kansas State's uh, out, Chad. <laughs> have you ever had that person in your office who's like, oh... I'm not going to pick a bracket because I don't know anything about basketball or I don't like having Florida fun. State going down to Florida Gulf Coast. <laughs> Crazier things have happened. Send them this website. We're going to post this on social media. 
This but is fantastic. It'll just pick a random bracket they had for you. Troy beating up. Yes, they do. They have Troy yeah. beating Duke. We're gonna <laughs> We're going to submit this as like one of our additional brackets. It'll, it'll be our wheel madness bracket. Yeah, no, we have to write all this Absolutely. down right now. Is that Seton yeah, Hall beating North Carolina? Let's see. We just started Florida it. Florida Gulf Coast in the Elite Eight. You click one button and an entire bracket gets uh, put together for it's you. It's still going. It's still going. We got a championship coming up soon. Oregon to the championship. Baylor. Oh. And Butler. That's Baylor and Gonzaga. Baylor Gonzaga against Butler and Oregon. This is the best thing we've done all night. Oregon like? against Baylor in the championship. <laughs> a bunch of green. Bunch Ladies of and gentlemen, green. a lot of green. Green and yellow. And who wins it? It's got to be Oregon, right? It's got to be Baylor. 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 Oh, gross. If Baylor wins... We'll do this again. And I, we'll, I, I really no. hope not. We no, we have to leave it right here. We, we have cannot to leave it right allow here. Sports no. Buzz to promote a Baylor-oriented no. We definitely bracket. have to do it again. Okay, re- restart it, and, and we'll, we'll just... do it again while we do Lana's hamster Oh, wheel. man, that was fantastic. Duh. Yeah. We're so, going to post this link. It's called wheeldecide.com. And for anyone who knows that... That person who just refused to pick a bracket, that was send them this link and say, please shut the fuck up and pick a bracket. Because if you don't pick a bracket, I can't talk to you for the next six weeks. Uh, I man, have nothing that to talk to you about. I'm not going to lie. That was uh, that's pretty exhilarating. Yeah, that's what uh, playing roulette's like. Except I did, there's money on the table. I did pick, uh, I did pick Oregon in the championship, so that one had at least one side of my bracket there. Um... Yeah, so yeah, let's go and get into the Strange Land Brewery nightcap. Um, for any occasion. And we will talk uh talk some weird sports, yeah. Keep sports weird. We're gonna keep it weird. We got a story here, a good video if you guys have not seen this already. Um so these two MMA fighters, it wasn't UFC. These two guys Shamrock FC. Yeah, that one. And, um, sure, the other guy. Uh, they were fighting each other early on in the first round. They both swing this haymaker. Both catch each other right on the right side of the chin. And both guys just drop. One dude falls up against the cage. Another dude falls down on flat on his back. The guy that's on his back ends up getting up. Before the other guy. They both get knocked out. The announcers are freaking out. They're like, oh my god, a double knockout. Have you guys ever seen anything like this? Never. Just in Rocky. Not (laughs) until we found this. uh, And it is one of the most rare outcomes of... It was crazy. ...fighting matches that can happen. Here we go. Um, We're watching it right here. We got these two little guys. This happened in the Shamrock FC 285 event at the Ameristar Casino in Mm. Kansas City, Missouri. Um, it was a featherweight match between uh, Alan Vasquez and Axel Cazares. Um, and with about a minute 20 left in the first round, they Boom. both land sweet rights right at the right on the jaws. I mean, they both go down. One goes into the fence, the other down right in the middle of that the That dude's mat. nose is broken for sure. Alan Vasquez gets up first. And is declared a winner based on the fact that he got up first. He did pop up pretty quick. It had nothing to do with anything. He did pop up pretty quick. I think they should have gave Cazares the win because he didn't go down. I mean, he went into the fence, but he didn't go down. He did end up finally hitting the ground. I would just love to see what the odds are. Like, if you place a bet on a double knockout of just what 
What the odds are. That's amazing. Um, I love it. In the in the spirit of keeping sports weird, Ballad, I did see on ESPN this week that uh, collegiate wrestling championships are coming up. It's going on. It's uh, it's a, it's a shame that they, for some reason, they decide they're going to do this the exact same weekend as March Madness starts. I will say one thing about wrestling is the people who govern it and the people who make decisions are not the most savvy business people. They they need work there. Um, I probably won't watch that much of it because there's going to be so much March Madness going on. Maybe you need to be a representative for uh, collegiate wrestling. Maybe. Uh, they don't. They clearly don't pay enough because they you're can't missing, get any talent there. You're missing your calling. Uh, but watch out for either Penn State or Oklahoma State to take the win there. We talked about them a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, so that's about as weird as we're going to get with sports this week. Um, stay tuned for some more weird sports. Stay tuned for some March Madness. You guys got our picks. Um, Something to change. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely check out uh, our tournament challenge group. Do with it what you will. Yeah. Check out the app, um, ESPN's app, Tournament Challenge. Check out the website, Tournament Challenge, because uh, a lot of ours might change. Um, I'm worried now because def- our, our expert has uh, maybe swayed me in other directions. Um, I already have six changes from good for you. shows. Good for you. I didn't change anything yet, but uh, that's... I have no changes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're the expert. Well, you're the expert. <laughs> I, I will by the end, though. So, that's going to do it for us. Another good show. If you haven't listened to the uh, previous show, check it out. Give our Get our picks from the, um, the East and West. And thank you to our producer, Bal. Pleasure to host the podcast. Yeah, thanks for hosting. Thanks to our, uh, our new co-host, Chad Goodall. Appreciate you, buddy. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. Thanks to uh, our original co-host, Zach Shannon. Doing what I can. Just being talented. As a talent of the show. We appreciate it. Um, hey, at least he shaved this week. He I looks know. Hey, I look good. Showed up, with, showed up with his Looking hair. Looking good God, for our radio show. God. Showed up with his hair sticking out all his hat. Looking good. I saw him this weekend. I told him, I go, man, you need to shave that Jeez. shit off. It was fluffy. Thanks to uh, Strangeland Brewery. We do have another new sponsor coming up next week. We are just over an hour. Um, new sponsor coming up. I'm your host, Spencer Stone. We are the Sports Buzz. Thank you so much for listening. And we are out. Peace. This party is officially over. <laughs>